Hi, this isn't David Andrew Laws, but instead the guy who's stolen his identity. And the guest this week is Sam Wise, not from Lord of the Rings fame. Sam Wise is an actor and writer from Stockbridge, Georgia. He's appeared in background work on many hit shows, including Netflix's Insatiable, and starred in indie horror films like Room for Rent. He's not single, but ready to mingle, and returned to acting since his brief hiatus after moving to New York. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Without your fearless leaders, Dave and Megan, we're going to try and give you a good show. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, and I know we have to do this. David does drink during the episode. I feel like you never hear it, though. No, I hear it. I definitely hear it. Yeah, I definitely hear it. Uh, (laughs) I don't hear it on the loud train when I'm listening to it. Oh, that's fair. So, hi. Welcome to Dress for the Podcast You Want. I'm your host, guest host, because David's not here. He's on a road trip. Uh, I'm W. Allen Waters. I'm using all three names because that's what David does. My (laughs) co-host is is the lovely Rachel Langley. Hello. And today's guest is oh. Sam. Oh, I didn't yeah. know if I was going to introduce myself or you were going to say, <laughs> hello, my name is this Sam. It's going so well already. I mean, uh, yeah, we're, go- we're on par with like how David starts the episode. We're 30 minutes early getting the introduction in. He's going to listen to this and he's just going to be like, wow, Alan's a dick. <laughs> Oof. Probably. He'll probably say that. So Sam, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Getting uh, ready to go into a overnight shift at work so not really looking forward to that but you know pays the bills so it's all night like what's not to love it's a party uh i mean right around like 3 30 4 a.m usually when we come back from our hour break is when it really hits you and you're just kind of like uh what are you talking about you're having your nightly coffee that you <laughs> somehow drink every night at like 10 i don't drink every night it's like every other night if i don't have a, if i have a 6 a.m the next day then i don't drink it well, yeah, because you're in bed by this point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. That was good. How are you, Rachel? How are you doing? Um, I'm all right. I worked all day, 10 hours. I also had an hour break that I felt very tired after, but probably not as tired as Sam was going to feel. Probably um, not. Uh, I can I just also hear these fucking kids like yelling I was say, in the I hear this baby crying. I'm like, what the fuck I is going on? Also, the fact that you say in the alley like it lays is. a lot of like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I mean, I, it sounds That's like it's in the alley. It's I don't know. From the sound is coming from the alley, at least. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm also icing my arm right now because something bit me, and my arm is twice the size as it usually is. It's oh. very scary. I got hungry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's um. Ow! That looks like kind of like you got hit by a baseball or something. <laughs> it's all swollen. Oh no. uh, yeah, yeah. Like when it welters I up. I mean, I don't know. I played baseball. She's gonna like have spider powers ago. after this. Was it a spider? Maybe it was something else. I mean, I'm hoping it's not a spider because I don't want to go to the hospital. So if if it's not a spider and you get powers from it, what other bug would you want to be bitten by? Ooh, that's a really good question. Well, it's... So you Probably don't... a horse fly, if anything. They've been fly. around the so shop, hit... but I don't know if I want powers. She was from a crazy that. horse girl, so like that's perfect. No, She'll have the powers no. of a horse and I was a fly. Also, not a crazy horse girl. I just rode horses. But like, do you like? Is it one of those things where you just get the powers, or is it like that one episode of the animated series of Spider-Man where he gets like the spider head and then like six arms and shit? Oh, so she's gonna oh, have like a horse. Like a... No, I'm gonna divorce you. <laughs> that's not what a horse fly like. <laughs> divorce. <laughs> Uh, so Sam, I, I have a question on behalf of David. Um, 
I, I like this. I'm stealing his identity because mine was stolen earlier. Oh. Um, so, do you consider yourself a successful person? Absolutely not. All right. I think the biggest, not the biggest, one of the bigger things that keeps me from being successful is uh, a deep sense of fear of success within myself. So, anytime I feel like I start to like get on that right path, I like mentally just shut down anything that I'm doing to be like, no, you're not going to succeed. Like I have a fear, a fear of success. So what do you, what do you consider success then? Sorry, I was drinking my coffee. You're um, fine. It's 1030 at night. Oh, I forget that you can just edit out the little, the little blip thing. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was petting. So I'll ask that again. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think it differs from person to person. Some people consider success. Uh, well, yeah, that's why I asked what you considered success. Well, yeah, I was just giving some context to how I look at it. Uh, I feel like the vast majority of people look at it from a financial standpoint. Like once you're, like once you find like the career or path or job or whatever that you want to do, and you're able to really break into that career and then actually make a financially stable living mm-hmm. uh, off of it, I think a lot of people will consider that success. Um, for me, I guess it would be, uh, sorry, baby in the background. Um, I think it, for me, it would be to do what I want and like be able to make, I guess it's basically what I just said, do what I want and be able to make a living off of it because I feel like almost w- only 1% of the population actually is doing what they, you know, when they were younger, like what their dreams were, or their passions are. Most people are working like a 95, like shitty ass job that they want. Like for a lot of people that have a college degree, like their field is not even what they're doing in life. Right. Yeah. So I, the, in a perfect world, I would be able to do what I'm passionate about and be able to make a financially stable living, living off of it. Yeah. That, that, that seems to be pretty consistent across the board. A lot of people that come on. Uh, David does this a lot where he actually breaks it down and, uh, they've covered, of course, a lot of professional success. Uh, they talk about personal success and they talk about interpersonal success. So tell me like professional success, I guess, what, what is that for you? Like, what are you trying to strive to be? What is your end goal? Not end goal. What is, uh, your apex? There we go. So like the, the peak, like I've hit the point where I'm like, ah, I've done it. Like I, I like I did like I snapped the infinity gauntlet and I can sit back in my farmland and like look at the world perfectly balanced. Yeah, I mean I guess <laughs> that's how you see success. Yeah, like, yeah um, what's what's your what's your I just snapped I, and everyone's for, dead and I'm on a farm. right. Uh, <laughs> for me, I guess it would be be able to make a financially stable living for myself and then like one day if I have a family, but also being able to do what I'm passionate about, which would be acting. But I. Don't I know this is like a like really hard to ask for, but I don't want to be famous. Like I want to, I guess like. I mean, I don't think that that's a lot to ask for. I think there are a ton of actors that are like right making there are. a career and that I think, people know them, but they're not what you would consider quote unquote famous. Right, they're not like a list or even maybe like be like a solid like C plus lister like B minus. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's different though in theater versus film as well. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind like somebody seeing me walk down the street one day and be like, "Hey, you look like this other celebrity," and then they like, "Oh wait, you're not that person. Never mind." Like, I, like I'd be Matt okay with that. Damon. Right. Well, no, I feel like people <laughs> recognize Matt Damon. Um, no, like, uh, I, I don't even want to throw anybody under the bus by saying they're like a B list. I don't know. Though, uh, throw them under the bus. Like the worst case uh, scenario, they're listening to this. 
I don't know. Maybe like the guy who plays My Name Is Earl. Uh, what's his name? Um, J- Jason Lee. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. I mean, he's like big, but like I feel like nowadays, because it's like if you're not in like a, um, if you're not like in a uh, Marvel movie, or like Star, like a, if you're not in like a multi-million-dollar film franchise, or you're not on like a four or five season-long show, then it's, people sort of recognize you. Yeah, but it's they don't like really recognize. Like, you. That's kind of. I mean, that's that's a weird comparison. Did you say like four to five season level? Because. I mean, he was on a four to five season level. I feel like my name in Zero was like seven seasons. I I, I watched that been. every day before I went to high school. Not because I was like, oh my god, my name is Earl's on. Because but it's like, like it's that on. was the only thing that was on. Like when I turned my TV I on, I mean, when he I woke did up. that. He, he had the wildly successful Chipmunk. Movies. I was about to say, Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, Dreamcatcher, Stephen King's Dreamcatcher. He's also like a skateboarder. Like that's where he he, he was like really broke into it. Is yeah. skateboarding. Um, he's a bad guy in a movie. The Incredibles. He's Syndrome. That's what I was like. What? Oh, is Jason oh, Lee Syndrome? He does, really? Yeah, he does the voice of him. Oh yeah. wow! I just saw. This is like totally off topic, but I just saw a GIF uh, the other day where the top part was Frozone reacting and doing at the end of the like, where woman, where's my super suit? And you see the helicopter spin into the building behind him, and then they cut to Nick Fury. At the end of, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this four-year-old movie, uh, at the end of Endgame. Is that movie four years old? I don't know. It could be it's at like this two, point. I think. By the time Maybe this three. comes out, yeah, it's going to be four years. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Man. But, like, it shows the helicopter, and it does the exact same spin, crashes at the exact same time. Like, they line up perfectly. And I was like, that's cool. That's hmm. not on topic at all. I mean, it's a fun fact, I guess. So. Is David ever on topic, though? David, Yeah. David's Sometimes. always on topic. What yeah. are you talking about? Uh, David's on topic right now. That's why he's not here. <laughs> uh, so, all right. That's, I mean, I, that's professional success for you then. Sure. Is you want to be an actor. You want to make that, yeah. make that, make that money. I want to make more money than like just enough to get by. Like I want to be like, if I want to like do what I love, but also like if I walking down the street one day and see something in a store that I'm like, Oh, I'd like to have that. I don't have to be like, let me pull out my phone and go to like my bank account and be like, can I really afford this? Let me look at all my bills for the next month. I just want to be like, yeah. Like, I'm not talking about going in and just be like, I want that. 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 Like, just, just one, thing. one thing. Yeah. All right. One thing. All right. Cool. So uh, what is your, what's your Broadway? What's your thing that like you would love to do? If, if you do it, it's like. Like a like, specific like show? No, no. Like uh, a lot of people, a lot of actors they want to go to Broadway. They want to be on Broadway. That's what they consider Indeed, success. Yeah. Is there like a specific thing like you yeah. want to be in? You want to yeah. be the next uh, Johnny Storm after they've rebooted Fantastic Absolutely Four the fifth not. time? I think that's going to go to um, Dak. I think his name is pronounced Dacker. Dacker Montgomery, the guy who played Billy on Stranger Things. I keep hearing oh, a lot yeah. of rumors that he's going to take that role up. Uh, no, um, I've actually even I think even before I like started doing it, like acting stuff when I was in middle school and high school, I always was like. Man, I think it'd be really cool to be on a, uh, like a, I, I know it's not really a big thing anymore genre wise, but to be on like a sitcom, like an ensemble sitcom, like that 70s show. What are you or, talking about? That's totally a big thing. But I feel like they're not as huge now as they were. I, yeah, I can see like, that. Yeah. Like, I mean, because I don't consider like The Good Place or, um, it's I, more Shameless, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, like those aren't really sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. They're more serialized. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I I see that. Like, I'm not talking about this show was filmed in front of a live studio. Like, I don't need that, but like the something friends, along that line. You just walk in. Uh, hey, sure. Gary. Yeah, just a laugh track going on. Oh my god. Uh, like, someone, oh, my shoes untied, and then everybody loses their shit. 
Jerry uh, Seinfeld went off air at number one. He doesn't let anybody forget that, so I'm not going to either. Cool. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, Netflix paid about $500 million to get the rights to Seinfeld. After, yeah, Friends they lost, decided it was going to leave. And The Office. They oh, lost The Office and right. Friends. Or they're losing The Office and Friends uh, in 2021, and then they're gaining Seinfeld. I love that you wow. didn't hit your mic stand. You hit Rachel's yeah, mic stand. The, yeah, I hit the wire. Yeah, and I was like, like, that mm. was great. Cool, 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 cool. Cool beans. Uh, so what about... What about personal success? What is what what is that to you? How do you feel? Do you feel like you're successful personally? I'm no, I don't feel like I'm successful personally. Um, I guess for me, eh, 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 uh, two two. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to start. I felt the, like you were about to go into like a Bugs Bunny in the routine there. Uh, no, absolutely it did not. Sound a little bit like that. Um, I guess two goals or projects personally for me that I've always like really liked that I really want to do at some point in my career would be one, a like mockumentary documentary style show. So like the office parks and recreation, even like arrested development to a lesser extent. Um, even like some of the humor of like workaholics, just something that's really kind of like cringy, like make you crawl and like, like as you're watching as an audience, you kind of just want to like, like all those moments away. with Michael were like, you're like, yeah. Oh, I love Michael. Scott's oh, tots. Oh my God. Scott's tots is the worst episode of anything on TV. I cannot watch that. Well, to counter that, I actually hate Michael. Well, well I, I mean, I, I like, it's not that I, I love Michael, but at the same time, it's so many things that he does. Like, I mean, there's a reason that Steve Carell says the office wouldn't work today. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but no, when I say personal success, I, I mean, uh, not in terms of what you would like to be in a career wise. I'm saying like personally, like relationship uh, oh. uh, with family, I, those kind of things. Well, uh, I want to have three dogs one day, two kids, um, a nice house on the prairie with uh, overseeing a lake, uh, maybe in Portland or something Just like that. Just be careful with those houses on the prairie. They have a tendency to explode in the final season. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's, that's, that's literally that's how Little happened. House on the Prairie just... ends. The, the house blows up. It's like, what the fuck? What? I'm now trying to remember if that happens in the books, but I also can't remember if I read the last book. Is Are you telling me The Little House on the Prairie was based on a book series? How much things did they cut out? Is this like a Harry Potter yes. thing where they cut out like a big chunk, all the good Little moments? Little House on like, the Prairie is a book series. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I knew that totally. Mm. The only thing <laughs> Excuse me in my uncultured brain. The only thing I know about Little House on the Prairie outside of the house exploding is that uh, that's where Jason Bateman got his start. Uh, wow. Yeah, Jason Bateman was the little boy. Why, why did you like reference like you were holding a doll or something? I mean, I have to do something with my hands. I'm on mic, that's and fair. I'm not holding it. It's fair. good. But sorry. All right, back also, to... Also, the book series is based on a real story. So it's a yeah, show Twilight. based on a book steer- series based on a true story. Yes. Man, this is just like Twilight. Laura Ingalls Wilder was a real person. It, is it wow. like Twilight? Yeah, Twilight's based <laughs> on a true story. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then the, the spinoff, Fifty Shades of Grey, that was based on... Oh, Twi- so Fifty I, Shades of Grey was originally a fan fiction about Twilight. Yeah. Did you not so, know that? No, I didn't. And to be <laughs> honest with you, I like this is how bad I am with like timelines, I guess. I thought Fifty Shades of Grey came out, like the book came out before the Twilight thing. Oh, no. Because... You know, Twilight was like in... Middle. I mean, I was in yeah. middle school. Yeah. Um, what are you talking about? New Moon is the best book. I on, I read all four of the <laughs> books, fight me. but I only saw the first two movies. And I was like, I can't do this. And then I everybody's like, you need to see uh, the last one, part two. It's actually a good movie. I saw the what? second movie 
at midnight for a midnight showing with my high school girlfriend, my mother, and her mother. Wow, that well, sounds real fun. It was awesome because, like, <laughs> I at that point just didn't care, and the movie was starting, and I was just like, "Whoa, Jacob, take off your shirt!" And I can, uh, I guess. They were I don't like, know oh, if it's. I, I don't know if I would call it a one up. When the one first up? one, when the first one came up, came out, came up, came out. You uh, saw it seven times. No, uh, I was up in Wisconsin with my mom, my stepdad, and my half-sister to visit my uh, uncle, and we got snowed in up there, and it was during Thanksgiving, and we were like, what do we do? And so I was like, oh my God, guys, there's this really good movie that came out. It's like the next Underworld. It's great. It's Twilight, <laughs> you described as the next <laughs> Underworld. <laughs> right. Um and so my stepdad, who loves the Underworld movies and stuff like that, he was like, oh, dude, yeah, let's go see it. And my uncle was like, sure, yeah. So me, my uncle, and my stepdad went to go see Twilight. <laughs> and I think maybe 30, 40 minutes in, my stepdad leans over to me and at the end he goes, this is not Underworld. This and is I was not- like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that was a very uncomfortable car ride home. So going back to the whole personal thing, yeah. speaking of family, um, what do you, I mean, how do you feel in that regards? Like, how how are things going for Sam in your personal life? Um, well, I, I haven't been back to Georgia uh, since I moved up here. Well, I take that back. I moved up here, and then two weeks later, I took a bus back to Georgia for a wedding, and then I came back up here. Uh, I have not seen any of my family since I moved up here, and I don't plan on. Like, right now, the soonest possible date for me to go back would be, like, March or April, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to talk to like my mom and my dad at least once <laughs> a week to two weeks, yeah, somewhere in that. there. Um, I get the phone calls where it's like, we haven't talked to you in a couple of days. Are you okay? And I'm like, nope, I'm dead. Oh, well, mm. I mean, for I, I guess well, for me, also, your conversations with your parents last like 10 minutes and then you're done. Well, and yeah, that's you're on the phone right, for like three right, and a half hours. Right. I'm also oh. somebody who's not like a. I don't like, like, I like to talk on, uh, no, I don't. I don't like to talk on the phone. I like to talk, <laughs> which is not on the phone. Do you um, remember back when it used to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a phone call tonight. And then you just like walked around your hour for an hour and a half. I walked around my hour for an feet. hour and a half. Did I see your, your room for an hour and you a half? That <laughs> hour. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, your room, your, your hour room, the room for an hour. Uh, True. You get like a punch card. That like, you go up, you're like, all right, guys. I'm using the hour room. Don't disturb me. It's my time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did exactly. that shit all the time where it was like, oh, I'm on the phone. I'm just going to walk around and you know, I'm just lightly jumping on the bed. <laughs> I'm doing gymnastics because like, I don't know what else to do because I'm just sitting here with a phone on my uh, Nope. I did not days. have that long of phone conversations. I feel like I have as I've gotten like older, but like when I was younger, I would just be very like to the point. Just like, sure. Okay, yeah, no, I can't do that. Yes, I can do that. All right, good talk. Bye bye. Oh man, I'm just that the opposite. Like my brother, except it's all. Uh, oh yeah, okay. See, middle school me was like the height of long phone conversations after 9 p.m. Talking once to the, all the girls. Talking to all the girls after my minutes are free now. It was just like, yeah, of course I can like go to sleep with you on the phone, and but I have to cut it off by 7 a.m. because that's when minutes kick back in. 
I didn't really have a cell phone Wait, until minutes stopped at a certain time. Yeah, yeah, no, you have free unlimited minutes after nine p.m. It was nine p.m. or it was something. either seven or nine p.m. Like I think it depended on like your provider the day or something. And it, sometimes yeah. it was like the like weekend. weekends versus the regular week, and then at seven a.m. it would kick back in and be like, "Fuck, I can only use like ten minutes a day." Uh, well, I we've don't just heard that. Rachel has always had money and minutes. She's good. Right? She's like, I don't care I about minutes. I also just didn't talk on the phone. I didn't have a f- we did have dial-up, but apparently I never realized I that. I asked my mom about that, and she was like, "Oh yeah, we had dial-up," and I was like, "I don't remember hearing the sound at all." Dial-up that that noise is just like mm, party I central. I remember hearing it at f- like a friend's house, so I think maybe we just had it in a different place. Mm. I also didn't really go on the computer a lot as a child. Uh, random thought, but you mentioned earlier Dacra, Dacra, Dacker. Dacker, Dacker oh, Montgomery. Uh, I've heard uh, two other people. I have heard a few other people, but he's like the most recent one. KJ Appa, um, mm. and I'd love to see some Archie and the MCU. Mm. The other is uh, the other Sprouse twin. Zach, uh, Cole, is his, is his name Dylan. Is- Dylan and Cole, Dylan, yeah. yeah Dylan. It was Zach and Cody, oh, and then Dylan Zach and Cole. My brain was like, yeah, that's right. I've heard Zach totally. Efron, too. Uh, I'd heard Zach Efron like a while back. but I, he? He's like a lot older than Yeah, he, he he is a lot older. They would have to get a different take on the character. He was only in... I watched The um, Disaster Artist finally this past weekend, and he's only in it for maybe like two or three Who minutes. Who's he in The Disaster Artist? He plays the guy who like mugs the kid Denny. In the, so in the movie The Room, um, there's a character, I can't even remember his name, but he's like a, like a drug dealer who like the character Denny owes money to, and he like holds him up at gunpoint, and he has like a Fu Manchu like mustache, and they get Zac Efron to come in and play this part in like the making of movie, Disaster Artist. And he's like, he's only in, like, he's just wearing like a black wife beater and like a beanie, and he has like a little Fu Manchu mustache, and he's like, so, he's like, Fuck you, man. Where's my fucking... He's just so serious and angry the whole time he's in it. It's hilarious. Um, But yeah, I was just like, this is really weird seeing him in this. But I don't know. I feel feel kind of bad for Zac Efron because... Why? He was able to play basketball and fucking sing. He has it all, Sam. Yeah, but I feel like he's he's trying to get away from that, man. Like, he's... He's just got to get his head in the game. Ah. Get his, get, his, like, get, his, get his head in the game. Part of me, like, is, I don't want to see him become, like, a superhero in the MCU or anything like that. Like, it, it's, on one hand, it's, like, it'd be great for him. Like, he'd become, like, a bigger name and stuff like that. But on the other hand, it's, like, you're not really getting any sustenance with those roles. And, like, he mm. didn't really impress a lot of people with the Ted Bundy movie he did. Um, but I think that's more. Well, there's a lot of things that yeah, go into I, that. I don't think to, he was the. He wasn't supposed to be the focus. Like it, it, he's Ted yeah, yeah. Bundy, but he's not supposed to be anybody you identify with. Like I said, identify with. Identify. She said with. it really weird. Uh, so talking about the MCU, talking about things like that, talking about acting and everything. What do you feel about Martin Scorsese and all these people coming oh, out saying that the Marvel movies aren't cinema? Uh, I think that. That is a really good example of somebody. I'm gonna get a little hot takey here. Uh, I think the <laughs> hot take. Right. Uh, I think that's just an example of a boomer uh, using some topical topical knowledge in terms. There, I, I've recently discovered that's a uh, okay boomer. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's just like th- like a baby boomer just saying. 
Well, back in my day, our movies were harder to make, and it actually took blood, sweat, and tears. Nowadays, you just throw on your fancy CGI and make a million dollars. See, I think it's... Uh, uh, CGI is so easy. Well, I'm not saying it is, <laughs> but it's like... The, the, <laughs> the way they... See, to me, I mean, it's just a different kind of cinema. It's different cinema from what yeah, Martin audience, Scorsese makes. The audiences. Audiences? Audiences? Audience I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, audiences have changed um, a lot since then, too. Also, just, like, technology. Like, they didn't have that kind of CGI, like, back then. Also, Martin Scorsese, you just produced a superhero movie, even though it was just your name being used. Did he actually end up following through on that? I thought I no, he, he was out. he was okay. a producer of The Joker. Like, it was still under his name, but it was more of, like... A name of convenience. They needed someone in New York, yeah, and his it. company did it. But like his partner was really who was like the one doing most of the stuff. They mm-hmm. were just like Martin Scorsese. So you come see this serious. There Joker. was another bigger like director producer person who came out after him and also said kind of the same thing. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola came out. Like there have been a lot of people at this point who are just like those are the two that I've heard that have kind of been like. Yeah, it's and been then, like, right. he said it, so now I feel safe saying it. It's like, mm, Francis Ford Coppola, you made the third Godfather. So, sit down. I feel like he's done other stuff. I, I mean, he's definitely done other things, <laughs> but, like, I don't know if you can harp on something going on too long when has, he made that movie. Has Steven Spielberg said anything? I would hope not. Steven Spielberg, like, is basically doing all of that stuff. Well, I'm anyway. just curious. He's been doing that for a year. Right. Steven Spielberg is the Kevin Feige. For a year, Feige. just one year? I said for years. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is like the Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige I don't know how you say that name, uh, of like the 90s. Uh, he was making those movies that were just like movie after movie after movie. I don't think that's the same because Kevin Feige hasn't actually directed anything. I, Kevin Feige is the glue man. That's well, yeah, like. He was like, brought in on the first X-Men movie. But did Steven Spielberg direct Indiana Jones? Yeah. He did. I didn't think he was the. Yeah. I thought he was just the producer. He's directed it was Jaws, Close Encounters. Um, I think two out of the three Indiana Jones, or he may have done the first. Three. I don't think he did the. There Crystal are like five Soul. of them now, like right? The, the bad one. Well, there are four right. of them, and then there's the young Indy. Well, yeah, but which like, is still produced. Was, like by it was like him. a TV movie or something. No, like there was a. a, a I, it wasn't theatrical released, but it, I think it might have so been So a like, TV movie? <laughs> no, I think it was like a straight-to-DVD, maybe. Oh, okay. Ooh, they were going to make sign. more with River Phoenix, but um, then Untimely Death. Yes. Um, I think his most recent like movie that he actually directed was Ready Player One, which I hear a lot of mix. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I've, hear, I've heard a lot of mixed Some things. people are like, oh, it's so good because of the nostalgia, but I don't think the movie right. itself is actually good. I'm going to use this as a terrible segue. Speaking about mixed like feelings and things, how is Sam's interpersonal success? Like, how is Sam with Sam? Are you asking how do I like when I look when I wake up in the morning, I look at myself in the mirror. How do I feel? Yeah, you like you looking at me? No, no. Like, how? Oh, I was gonna be like, have you guys noticed all those spit stains that are slightly smudged in the mirror? What are you, What are you doing? Just it's spit in my face. Oh, I get it. <laughs> all right, but like, how how is Sam with Sam? How is your interpersonal success? Um. Not, I wouldn't say it's like a hot dumpster fire right now, but it's not like a gold medal or anything. I was talking to um, a close friend of mine, uh, Kevin Ryan. Um, you can follow him on uh, YouTube at Rain God. Yes, senseless uh, spotlight there. Um, anyway, I was talking to him about this the other day when I turned 24. I kind of had like a small wake-up call, and I was kind of like, I'm still very young, but if this is something I really want to do with my life in regards to like acting and writing and all that stuff... 
I really need to buckle down and actually start to make content and get back out there because I realized one of the reasons I moved up to New York in the first place was to kind of Excuse me. Just fucking burp in the mic, whatever. (laughs) David does it all the time. He's just like, that was a terrible. That was like a baby barf. Megan makes fart noises. Megan makes the best fart noises. They're great. She's going to teach a class. On fart noises? On fart noises. I'm going to try to make a fart noise. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Sam's interpersonal success. I was talking to Kevin about this that um, I really haven't, like, in the one and a half two years ish that I've been up here, I really haven't done anything. Um, and when it comes to like acting or writing, like there's been projects that I've write, like I've started to write, but I haven't gotten any like real, uh, ground with it. And I was like making the excuse of, like, Oh, I need to like, you know, get my finances up and like ground myself within the city. Like this is a completely different place from Georgia and stuff like that. But then I really kind of thought of like thought to myself about it. I was like, I'm just the re the reason I haven't done anything is cause I just haven't gotten off my lazy ass and actually done anything. Um, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, I got invited to the TV premiere of Sunnyside uh, by Cal Penn. And I was like doing some like I was just meeting people there. Like I call it networking and I put networking in quotes. Um, but I was just like, man, like I felt really good. Like I left that little meeting. I was like, wow, this this is nice. Like I just getting to talk to people in the, in the industry again and like being around like, you know, creative uh, minded people it was like it was a really good feeling and i was like god like that's that's part of the reason i haven't done anything is because i don't get out enough um well i mean to your benefit i'll say it's it, it's a tough landscape here like oh, yeah. in order to to at least from what i've seen to really make it and work regularly you have to have something that's able to subside and be regular enough that like you can go out and audition and do things at night like it's tough like Bravo so, to any actor in the city. So what you're saying is I need to move to Los Angeles. No. Yeah, yeah that'll be <laughs> That's so terrible much. Idea. This yeah. is the worst. This is the that do not take that advice. I think it's funny though because I I get like obviously there none of these things are like big things. It's a lot of like extra and like background work and then smaller like independent projects. But I get I still continuously get hit up by projects and people in Georgia. To go back right. and like, so was, like I talked to some of my friends about it, and like that little voice in the back of my head is like, man, I, I was like, you, you could have like, because I before I moved up here, like from Georgia, I had talked to a couple agents and uh, a couple of um, managers and stuff like that, and they just told me I needed to get more stuff on my resume and like have a more like well-rounded and like diverse resume, um, and I was like, God, maybe like you know the big old what ifs, but. It is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm glad I moved up here just to, like, if anything, just to get a new perspective on life. Like, being mm. in a new, because New York is a lot different from Georgia. Oh, yeah, for and sure. One of the reasons. why I'm here. Right, same. Uh, and another reason that I'm glad I moved up here is to really get out from under my parents' wing. And, like, actually, like, it hasn't been the best time ever, like, figuring out what it is to be an adult. But I'm really glad that I'm doing it now and, like, kind of taking those, like, you know, stumbling steps uh, while I'm like young, young, um, so I'm not like a 35 year old man moving out of my mom's basement, you know. I mean, it takes people different kind of times, right? You know, whatever, you know, different strokes, different folks. So, uh, what are some of the things that you you want to try to get out there and do in terms of like taking concrete steps? Then, um, well, I guess the f- next thing, which I I actually have somebody that I've been talking to about, is just getting more headshots, more updated, more recent headshots. Mm-hmm. 
out and then from there like starting to look more into like backstage and other like casting and uh opportunities just to continue to build that resume and like actually look for concrete stuff um because i was told a while ago that like extra work and background work is great and it's cool but if you do too much of it like the analogy i think they used or the example they used was if you've already established yourself as a background character in like a show about a high school or something, when the writers write, you know, cool new kid that is introduced in episode four, there's like, you can't even audition for that part. Cause you've already been established as like kid in seat number three. Right. Or some shit like that. So it's like trying to pick and choose, um, that stuff. And then I guess for me personally, by summer of 2020, God, I don't know why. That's I just, next year. Yeah, that's yeah. Next I don't. Uh, for some reason, I was like, "Is next year 2020?" Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> that's not how she said it, but that's how I heard it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the summer of 2020, I would at least to have started like one of the projects that I'm like one of the bigger projects that I'm writing in terms of like something that I actually want to see come to fruition would be I want to have it, if not started filming by twenty summer 2020, I want to have it, like, finished, written, and at least most of it casted and, like, a lot of, like, the crew put together and stuff. I'm not talking about doing anything crazy big. Just, you know, a project to help me get back out there and kind of, like, wet my feet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sam, what advice would you give to others about success, about life, about what's your advice? What, what advice do you have? Um, the first thing would be no matter what field or career you go into, don't become stagnant. Like always like for like anything that's in the entertainment or creative industry, like continuously create and put out content, whether it's like, obviously you want to go with quality versus, uh, well, that's subjective. Wow. (laughs) I had a brain fart there. Right. Quality is subjective. Exactly. With what you're saying, I think, you know, putting something out there, hopefully, in a year, year and a half's time, you look back at it and you're like, yeah, exactly. Because hey. um, you're, you're growing. That's what growth is about. Right. But I think as long as you're consistently putting stuff out, whether it's on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, and just like, don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's a, like, remain humble. Like, don't let anything go to your head, like any like small success you have. But also don't like beat yourself up every single day. Be like, it's, it's okay, you know, fall a few times as long as you get back up. Um, it's I like that that's... wonderful piece of uh, oh yeah, Archie, we hear you. Uh, I also have an Archie. Man, that's such that's you so, have I, an Archie. I have an Archie. So David has a bulldog that's named Archie. Oh, and so <laughs> David will talk to Archie a lot in his episodes, and I'm also talking to an Archie. But mine is a small orange cat who is only like chirps. I would consider him small compared to a bulldog. Oh well, I guess <laughs> if you're comparing the two, then yes. Yeah, the two Archies, they're going head to head. No. Um, we need to make them meet sometime. Oh, we should make them meet. Um, I feel like your Archie's just gonna and then run away. <laughs> I have completely lost where we were a second ago. We were just talking about uh, success and shit like that. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's great. Um, so I'm gonna try and stumble through David's end of show spiel, uh, mostly because I don't know all of the people he thinks even though I'm the one that usually dictates who he has to think. Um, he so, has uh, people that donate to him? Yeah, he has people sponsors. that donate. I don't remember. Sponsors. No, not, not sponsors. Like, uh, so, all right. Uh, let me say, this has been Dress for the Podcast You Want. I have been your guest host, 
Uh, w. I'm Allen Waters. That again. Yeah, I was say, you went, that was a weird pause. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I mean, it's not like I can cut out a pause. Anyway, I have been your guest host, W. Allen Waters. My wonderful guest co-host has been Rachel Langley. <laughs> Our wonderful guest has been Sam Wise. Hello. Thank you for listening. Uh, please make sure you go to Facebook, uh, Instagram, like, uh, share the page. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, uh, tell David that you want him back. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed this episode, tell David you really, really want him back. Um, and check out their Patreon. Uh, I believe it's patreon.com slash dress for the podcast. If it's not, I'm sure if you go to Patreon and search dress for the podcast, you'll find it. Uh, but thank you to the people who donate to uh, David's Patreon. You allow him to deal with me, and I really love that. Uh, but he also says something very genuine to them every episode. So I'm going to say... I love all of you. Thank you for donating, and uh, I would like you to be there when the two Archies meet so you get a cuddle puddle of Archie. I think that's a nice That's that nice yeah, thing to say. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, man, I feel weird being like, thank you to Dimly Wit, because that's me. But uh, thank you to thank you to Dimly Wit for hosting this. Um, I, I have to say, on a personal level, I've really been glad to have everything that's done with Dimly Wit. David has been around since the very beginning of Dimly Wit, um, and he is literally like one of the uh, uh, staples of what we've done. I love Dress for the Podcast. It's something that I love editing every week. Um, anyway, uh, David has yet to nail down an actual, like, this is how we're going to end the episode. And I thought, like, I would have some awesome way by the finish, time we finished that I'd be like, this is how we're going to end the episode, and David's going to hear it and hate me. But, Sam, how is this episode going to end? Um, I just want to tell everybody to send more nudes and not like naked pictures, <laughs> like actual noodles. Just send more noodles to people. All the nudes. You can't go wrong with nudes. Hosted on dimlywit.com.